This is the John Oakley Show podcast. This minister is intent on inflating the number, ratcheting up the rhetoric, which is the opposite of good faith bargain and the opposite of trying to actually get to a deal with us. There you go. That was just moments ago. Harvey Bischoff, who is the president of the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation, in response to Minister of Education Stephen Lecce, who last hour, he broke out the numbers. He said if the demands of the various unions are met in total, it would be $7 billion over three years. So let's start with that as we welcome our guests, Kim Wright, principal at Wright Strategies, and Brian Lilly, political columnist with the Toronto Sun. Thanks both for coming in. Good Thank afternoon. Thank you. Yes. All right. Now, Brian, you had written about this as well, saying the financial accountability officer says the cupboards bare. We in fact, need way more money than is budgeted for the education file. This number, $7 billion over three years. Now, it's a, an assumption based on full demands being met, which we don't think is going to happen. But nonetheless, it's a staggering figure, is it not? Yeah, w- well, what they did was they said, if we gave the OSSTF everything they asked for, and there are Me Too clauses right. that kick in. And, and this is remarkable to me. You know, if I negotiate a better salary with you, John, than Kim does, and Kim negotiates first, but I get a better raise than she does, she gets to turn around and say, well, I get that too. That's what's happening with QP. So QP's already settled. Uh, there's a smaller union that's just settled today. We've got OECTA. We've got the Elementary Teachers Federation. If they all settled for 1% and OSSTF gets 2% plus extra paternity leave, extra sick leave, all the other things they're asking for, the others get to say, ah, we get it too. Yeah. It's um, like, well, it's like the police, eh? But the, that's yeah, that happens with the OPP. It, and, yeah. but it, but Th- that's not the real bargaining, world. And it happens in, but it happens. No, in, but that's uh, not but, collective no, no, bargaining. But it happens in every set of labor negotiations. It happens only in the public that sector. That is not true. It is not true. It does happen predominantly in the public sector, but the whole concept of uh, how the big three negotiate with, with CAW and UAW, or Unifor now, uh, is all about pattern bargaining. Once one yeah, but, gets but it. but that's one going then in. Then they have GM- a, then they have additional clauses that are put in there, but the, it's not just in the public sector, but it is predominantly. It is it's some, not automatic in the private sector. It does not happen automatically. It union negotiations. It doesn't happen automatically the way it does here. And so, look, I asked Harvey Bischoff, who wants to make it sound like his, I was at that scrum mm-hmm. from the audio you just played, he wants to make it sound like his members only make $38,000 a year. Yeah, some of his support staff do. But his high school teachers make $92,900 a year. The average Ontarian makes fifty-five. dollars Andrew Horvath was up defending all this. In her writing, the average salary is closer to $30-odd-thousand a year. How do you tell people making that little money, you've got to pay more so that people making three times as much can get a raise? As a matter of fact, uh, Stephen Lecce, breaking out the numbers, talked about compensation, saying if, in fact, the 2% were given to the union, the Ontario Secondary School, the maximum salary for an A4 teacher would rise to over 102000 in this school year. And uh, in addition to that, the cost of living going forward would be 2% annually, as you know, and so uh, that sort of compounds itself. Kim Wright. The man makes a good point, Mr. Lilly, doesn't he? Well, he's focusing on a broader sector. To his point, if every but if every one of the demands were met, and then all of the other things kicked in, and 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 that's a whole lot of ands and ifs that aren't going to likely happen. The reality is this: first of all, uh, I wouldn't want to stand in front of twenty to thirty 
teenagers at any given time, no matter how much you pay me. However, but everybody makes different professional choices. Everyone makes their professional choices. You have to maintain, uh, you know, what you know, high quality of standards. All of the educational components to this, I, I think that what teachers do is incredibly valuable. What what we have seen, though, however, is one a long-standing promise to recalibrate how education is funded uh, in the province of Ontario, an entire shift of the the funding formula that has needed to happen for as long as I've been in politics, which is probably uh, close to almost 30 years now. But that shift happened. I mean, but under it, Kathleen Wynne. But it didn't. Kath- it, was, it was proposed to have happened, uh-huh. but it well, never actually happened. And then you have a whole bunch of other things. But the reality is this. You cannot keep saying we're negotiating in public there is a bargaining table. Uh-huh. Both Minister Lecce and his people and Harvey Bischoff and all the teachers union need to get back to that table, stop holding scrums, stop trying to play gotcha politics with here's well, my Lecce budget. Well, Lecce wants now. to call in a mediator. Is he wrong? But he should have been at the table for the last three weeks and he hasn't been. Well, all right. Here's... I don't think either side has been, in fairness. Right. I, I think they're both they're, playing games. They're both. They're all playing. And they're all playing a bit of games. We... But when, when Minister Lecce talks about, I'm at the bargaining table. And there are photographs from the bargaining table where he's not there. Oh, but, but like Harvey Let, Bishop not, isn't at the bargaining table either. Neither, they neither, have people. Neither is they any of their negotiation team and from the province. We, if they right. are serious no, hang about on, just this, a second. if they're serious about this, if they're serious about getting a deal before Christmas, get back to the table just like CN got back to the table. Let me ask uh, Brian, for example, you were at the scrum earlier today. I mean, this is one line item that really caught my attention. Local bargaining money, and this is projected now by Minister Lecce, it's close to $500 million on an annual basis. Over three years, I mean, it approximates, uh, I guess, about $1.4 billion in a Local bargaining money, who gets that? That would be the local bargaining units and paying for all of that. Remember, we used to pay for pizzas. Right. We, you know, what was the line item? Pizzas. Hold on, we spent how many millions on pizzas? The teachers' unions had it very good under Dalton McGinty, Kathleen Wynne. Didn't mean they didn't fight them. They fought every government in my living memory. Education spending more than doubled, Kim, in real dollar terms adjusted for inflation between 2003 and 2018. It went up by $15.7 billion. That number may sound familiar. It was the size of the, the deficit when Ford took over. It went up by that much. We can't say that we haven't funded education properly. Is the money being spent properly? Maybe not, but that's up to the boards who have too many consultants, too many directors, too many people in the administration. Look, if you're suggesting that school boards should be taken over again as as a previous premier once did, I, I wouldn't I, suggest I'm not that. saying that. You know, no, I'm, I'm just saying... Are, are there other conversations that need to be happening, as we may talk about later, around uh, school board amalgamations and between public and private, or public and Catholic? Mm. Uh, that is the third rail of political life. And, I and every, it wouldn't and, save money. And everyone I've ever seen try to do that has flamed out massively. But let me ask you then, Kim, right? Because, I mean, I asked my callers earlier in for the first hour if... We're getting to a tipping point because so many people are exasperated. This is all too frequent, you know, these standoffs, that maybe we need more choice and competition in education. It isn't about choice and competition. It isn't is it? it it really isn't. What it boils down to is things being properly funded, properly figured out in terms of uh, are we are we managing gymnasiums and all of those things, which weren't part of the funding formula, as we talked about during the education workers' But strike. the financial accountability officer says we're even going to fall short uh, in terms of 
education and health, two big ticket items in the budget, numbers one and two. Brian, you wrote about that financially. He's arm's length. And perhaps if the premier hadn't hit his first act of business, taken $3 billion out of the Ontario economy by getting getting rid of the carbon tax, which was supposed to actually fund the retrofitting of schools. Well, well, if Uh, it's supposed to be revenue neutral, it wouldn't have given us any more money. It would have fixed our, a bunch of our crumbling schools, which is a bit of a problem as well. There's lots of ways to to recalibrate this. If the premier is serious about it, he tells his minister to stop reading his darn talking points and get back to the darn bargaining table. Right. And give, I guess, the teachers unions everything. You don't have, they... Look, you negotiate a settlement. That's what it is. It shouldn't be, here's, here's the numbers for the Financial Accountability Office. It actually should be everyone roll up their sleeves and figure this out. You're grown-ups. Get it together. Well, all right. Uh, I guess it's a matter of public perception, which is something else. I know the Sun has conducted a poll exclusively, and uh, they came out with some rather interesting conclusions, uh, the pollster did anyway, as far as Who's on the side of right when it comes to this matter? We'll talk about that in moments and other such. Kim Wright is with us. Brian Lilly as well from The Sun. Oakley Show continues at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.